wicked, wicked fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags and the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride, like the all-new Sidewinder Safari. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Morgan's Pop Talks, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. Lots of fun things. We are going to do an extensive deep dive on Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. What in the world is going on there? And finally, I can share my Bravo Lab guest with you. I've been teasing it for quite some time. Today on Morgan's Pop Tops, we are going to talk to Summer House star, Winter House star, Luke Goldbranson. I'm so excited. Uh, But first... Five days later, still recovering from Halloween, my British South African boyfriend and I went as Courtney and Travis, obviously. But when I tell you that David was more excited to be Travis Barker than I was excited for us to be Kravis together, he put he spent two and a half hours putting temporary tattoos on his body with a sponge. He didn't eat dinner. I started getting ready two hours early thinking, I'm like, you know what, David? You go ahead, take your shower, come out. You can eat while I get ready. We'll be good to go, okay? To make yourself Kardashian ready takes a lot of time. So I was like convinced that we were going to be good to go. I came out already. He was standing in my kitchen in his underwear with temporary tattoos of cheese graters all over his body. I don't know where he got these temporary tattoos from, but two and a half hours and he did not get them off until about today. He's been trying to get these tattoos off of his face for the past five days. Let me just tell you, I thoroughly enjoyed being a Kardashian for one night. It felt good. Except my pants were too small. So when I sat down, everyone could see my Spanx. And then in the car, I had to like full on unbutton and unzip the pants so that I could breathe. But I just said to myself, you know what, Morgan? This is the full Kardashian effect. Beauty is pain. We're going to set unrealistic beauty standards for myself here, trying to force myself into clothes that were too small for me. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, they were really too small for me. But anyways, let's get into our pop three, the biggest headlines of the week. The Real Housewives of Dubai is coming to our television screens. Father Andy announced this week that Bravo will be producing their first International Housewives franchise. Real Housewives of Dubai will premiere in 2022. Andy sells it, doesn't he? He's like, everything is bigger in Dubai. I couldn't be more excited to launch Bravo's first international housewife suit. I was like, okay, Andy, we get it. Like, we're excited. But I mean, I guess that's what he has to do, right? He has to sell it. He says it's going to blow the lid off the entire franchise. The rumors are flying that Caroline Stanberry, I think is her name, will be on the cast. Don't kill me for not knowing who that is. Everyone's freaking out. Stanberry, Stansberry, one of the two. She's previously on Ladies of London. Guys, I'm sorry. I never watched it. But it seems like maybe she was the catalyst to this Real Housewives of Dubai. 
because apparently she lived in London, but now she lives in Dubai and people loved her when she was on Ladies of London. I mean, when this announcement came out, everyone was floating my DMs like, Caroline, Caroline. I'm like, I don't know who Caroline is, but I will if she's going to be on the Real Housewives of Dubai. Uh, you know what? You know, Lindsay Lohan lives in Dubai. I know she's not rich enough to be on the Real Housewives of Dubai. But what a missed opportunity. Could you imagine seeing Lindsay freaking Lohan? <laughs> I'm sorry. It just makes me laugh. Look, we never thought we would see Kathy Hilton, and here she is. I would love to see Lindsay Lohan in a, in a confessional. I just would. Seems like a missed opportunity. The hashtag is being decided by fans, which why can't it just be R-H-O-D? Now that Dallas is no longer, rest in peace, they're trading up Ds. Dallas to Dubai. Quite a big jump. But uh, viewers can use Twitter conversation cards to cast their vote. So it's either hashtag R-H-O Dubai or R-H-O-D-X-B. I don't care. Either's fine. A lot of hype. I'm excited. They're going to be rich, honey. They're going to be rich. Uh, let's move on to headline number two. Delilah Hanlon's Instagram video. This is intense. I'm just going to be straight up. I'm not a doctor and and I'm not going to lie and pretend like I understood everything that Delilah Bell Hamlin was saying in this Instagram video because I struggled to follow what Delilah was trying to put down. So she went on Instagram and shared a story of hers. Basically, a lot of medical issues that she's been having. Um, you know, she started talking about how these things started flaring up when she got her second COVID vaccine. She's like, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but she thinks that maybe it caused underlying conditions that she was not aware of initially to flare up. So like I said, the video was hard for me to follow. It's like 30 minutes long. She's very upset. There's a dog snoring like real loud the whole entire time. She seemed very scattered. Uh, but the key takeaways, she talks about having severe panic attacks between that and like multiple different diagnoses from doctors. Like she talks about pandas, Epstein-Barr. She kind of mentions like a tick-borne illness. Like I said, there was a lot. Like my head was spinning by the end of that. But really what everyone was super shocked by is she said she ended up in the hospital after overdosing on a prescription medication. Uh, she said she was seeking treatment for multiple ailments when a doctor prescribed her the pills. And instead of getting relief, she ended up needing treatment from a psychiatrist. Uh, she said, my body got dependent on Xanax, number one. And number two, I overdosed. Okay. She quickly said that she didn't mean to she said, I overdosed on this medication called propanolol. Guys, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, and then she said she took a Benadryl with it. And for some reason, she ended up in the hospital. That's that's like a big deal to go on Instagram and be like, yeah, I overdosed. My head is spinning. So Delilah went to a treatment center in Arizona, but was asked to leave after ongoing medical condition caused seizure, seizures, which scared the doctors at the center. So she kind of wraps it up by saying they're trying to figure out their next steps. She also said that people close to her told her not to say anything. She mentioned that like when she started having her panic and anxiety attacks that she didn't call her parents because she knew that her parents wouldn't come to her house and that she called like her housekeeper. I truly do not know. Um, 
But I do know, I mean, anyone that has been in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cult for a while knows that uh, Delilah has checked into rehab twice in 2018 with struggles of anxiety and depression. I mean, my takeaways from it is that it was just really sad. It was really sad and I'm confused and not a doctor. Let's move on to something a little lighter. Carl and Lindsay romance rumors are flying out the wazoo right now. And I'm going to keep this light because Luke actually does get into this a little bit. Obviously, I had to ask. Um, And maybe we'll do a deep dive about it soon if you guys want to know more. But what is going on with Lindsay, I cannot keep up with her. There are rumors of Austin, rumors of Jason, now rumors of Carl. I think it's safe to say that her and Austin are no longer together. They don't follow each other on social media anymore, which to me says that uh, some hurt feelings are involved. This happened after Austin's Watch What Happens live appearance where Andy asked him a bunch of questions and basically said, choose Sierra or Lindsay. And it was like, best cuddler, best kisser. And like Austin, nine times out of 10 said Sierra. Oh, yeah. Lindsay was there. So Andy was like, who's the best kisser? And Austin's like, Sierra. Lindsay's sitting in the audience with Austin's sister. Who's the better cuddler? Sierra. Lindsay is in the audience. Why was she there? Why was she there? It was so cringe. So let's fast forward to Halloween. Carl and Lindsay do a couple's costume. Have you ever done a couple's costume with someone you weren't in a relationship with? I actually broke up with a boyfriend once because he wanted to do a couple's costume with me. He wanted to be George and Laura Bush. I was like, you're joking. A sophomore in college, I'm in my prime. I'm not dressing up like Laura freaking Bush and I dumped him. True story. They did the whole dirty dancing thing. The photo is like... They're borderline kissing in the photo, which is very strange. Uh, Then this video of them being interviewed by Entertainment Tonight comes up. The person asks them about romance rumor. They smile and they giggle. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. We're in a great place. You know, it's just like could not be more obvious. Carl says he's happier than ever. He's 10 months sober, which is amazing. That made me really happy. And he did look just phenomenal, which a lot of people were asking, why isn't Carl in the winter house? It's because he's prioritizing his sobriety. And, you know, the winter house, not a great place to go with people binge drinking from 8 a.m. until 7 a.m., you know, just just probably not the place for him. I think that they are together. I do. And I, like I said, I asked Luke about it. So hang on. We'll get the tea. All right. There you guys have it. Your pop three. We're going to take a quick break and get into our deep dive. I'm going to be honest. I hate scheduling doctor's appointments. It's such a hassle, right? You search and find one that looks good. You wait on hold to book an appointment. You rearrange your whole entire schedule. You finally go in to find out the doctor doesn't even take your insurance. What the heck? It's so annoying. But there is a solution. Just download the free ZocDoc app, the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance 
read verified patient reviews and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist and listen to that janky music ever again. Whether you need a primary care physician, dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Go to ZocDoc.com slash MPT and download the ZocDoc app to sign in for free. Now is the time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com slash MPT and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's ZocDoc.com slash MPT. A lot of contenders for this week's deep dive. Like I said, I know a lot of you wanted the tea on Carlito and Lindsay. Also, people wanted to know if Michael A. is going to be the second Bachelor next year. I'm working on getting him on the pod so you can hear it from the horse's mouth himself. So with all that being said, Tara has this week's deep dive question. Hey, Morgan. This is Tara from Levittown, New York. I'm dying to know your thoughts on number one a.k.a. Kim, and Pete Davidson, do you think they're just friends or is there more going on? Tara gets it. Number one, a.k.a. Kim. Tara could be our eyes on the ground. You hear that New York accent? I don't know how to do a New York accent. Um, If you're new here, sometimes I refer to Kim as number one because in my opinion right now, Courtney is the only Kardashian, which means for the time being, Kim is number one, Chloe's number two. But just to make things easier on you, I will refer to number one as Kim this time around. So let's start from the beginning. Kim and Pete spotted at Knott's Berry Farm. Congrats to Knott's Berry Farm getting all this free publicity. Amazing. Who was in attendance? This is important. And people seem to just be brushing over the squad that was there. Kravis was there. Tracy was there with her husband. Steph Shep, Harry Hudson, and then a couple of Pete's other friends. So big group. According to TMZ, Kim and Pete spent time apart from the rest of the group, shared a cart for a roller coaster, and of course, the infamous roller coaster picture where the two are screaming and holding hands. I just want to say, I don't think anything serious is going on with these two, but let's put yourself in the cart, okay? You are Kim Kardashian in the black hoodie, trying to be incognito, even though you're with a group of other celebrities, and it's very blatantly obvious that you are Kim Kardashian here with Pete Davidson, like your little black hoodie was going to do anything for you. You get in the cart with Pete, Going up the hill, you're scared. Oh my gosh, Pete, this is going to be so scary. I've never ridden a roller coaster before. Is your initial reaction to grab somebody's hand and, and lock fingers? I don't think that it is. And I grew up in Northeast Ohio, which means I went to Cedar Point every single year as a child, you know, into my teenage years, early 20s. So I've ridden a lot of roller coasters in my day. And I have to say that I've never laced fingers while on a roller coaster. Also, picking seats. It was a big thing when you used to go to the amusement park like, ooh, who are you going to ride that ride with? Kimberly. You know what I mean? It's like she could have rode with Steph. She could have rode with Tracy. She could have rode with her sister, Courtney. But no, she picked Pete. Is that her way of flirting? When I liked a guy and I was going on the Millennium Force at Cedar Point, I would be like, hey, do you want to ride the really big scary one with me? I think that would be fun. Just saying. Do you think they knew where the camera was? (laughs) Because Kim 
is screaming. She's scared. She's next to Pete Davidson, which is scary enough. And she still looks flawless. Like, have you ever seen the picture of yourself when you're going down like the biggest hill on the roller coaster? Half the time it looks like my soul has left my body. My eyes are rolled back into my head. I have eight chins. And Kim looks phenomenal. Can we pour one out for the girl that was in front of Kim? Because she kind of looks how I just explained. No disrespect. Take a shot for her this weekend, okay? All roads leave back to Kravis. That's the first piece of this puzzle. How did they all get together? How did Kim and Pete end up together? I don't actually think it's as far-fetched as people are making it out to be. Meg GK is the bridge, okay? You have Courtney and Travis. You have Megan and MGK in the middle. And then you have Pete and Kim. Obviously, you know, Travis and Machine Gun Kelly are doing a lot of musical things together, right? Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson are best friends, like best, best, best friends. So for them to be connected, I I don't see that as like far-fetched. Like if Travis was like, oh, yeah, let's ask Pete. We're good friends. We all run around in the same circles, obviously. And not to mention, Kim did Saturday Night Live. I heard that Pete was not there for Kim's rehearsal. So they really just met like on that night. But even still, okay, they meet on the set of Saturday Night Live. They freaking kiss in one of the sketches. So I feel like her meeting him at Saturday Night Live and then also having this Kravis connection made it really easy for them to be running around in the same circles. So just because I love conspiracy theories, I looked up what a body language expert had to say about the interaction between Pete and Kim. Judy James is a leading communication and body language expert whose expertise is sought after in broadcast, corporate, and public relations circles. That's what will come up if you Google Judy James. Uh, She's known for the show Celebs Go Dating, which came out in 2016 as like a British reality dating series in which an exclusive dating agency attempts to match single celebrities with various members of the public. Okay, so she knows her stuff, or at least she pretends to. Judy James is not convinced that Pete and Kim are just friends. She said after looking at the photos, the body language expert says that they weren't acting friend-like the way she sees it, quote, friends would act differently. Judy notes that what was seen could feed the rumors because they're trying a little too hard to ignore one another and to hide from the cameras. She says if they were really friends, Pete would probably help Kim out of the carriage, share some laughter rather than like dashing off, giving her a view of his back. Basically, it's what they're not doing that she says makes them look like liars. Okay, Jude's coming in with the heat. Whatever. That whole saga has passed. Then Kim returns to New York City. The headline was like, Kim returns to Pete's native NYC as if a billion other people don't live in New York City. And she was there for WSJ Magazine's 11th Annual Innovator Awards at the Museum of Modern Art. She recently did a big interview with Wall Street Journal Magazine you know, about being an innovator. So the tabloids just taking this thing all the way home. The latest one says uh, that Kim is intrigued by Pete Davidson. Join the club, Kim. We all are. We don't get it. But then we kind of do get it, right? Pete Davidson has a very extensive list of pretty famous women that he's been linked to. Ariana Grande. Hello. Cassie David. Kate Beckinsale. Mark Witt. 
Margaret Quayley, I think is her name. She's from Maine. Phoebe from Bridgerton. I I don't know how to pronounce her last name because I don't watch Bridgerton. I watched 20 minutes of it. Too many butts. Couldn't handle it. I feel like we all at one point have fallen for the Pete, you know, like the funny guy. He's not the most attractive person in the room. Kind of looks like he would smell like just a little bit, but they make you laugh. They make you enjoy the time you spend together. Brings out like a different side of you. You know, I also think he's that person that you could never decide if you actually like them. It's like, do I like him or do I think he's just really tall and really funny? And it's like if you're lonely enough, you convince yourself that you like him. 14-year age difference between Pete and Kim. It's not Amelia and Scott level, but it's not far off. Amelia and Scott were 18 years, 20 years. Okay, it is kind of far off. And Pete's of age, so who really cares? Originally, I had this info and didn't put it in the deep dive until the news broke yesterday that Kim and Pete are now having secret dinners in Staten Island. Kim Kardashian in Staten Island? No. So I read the story yesterday from Hollywood Life that said Kanye not happy about this. According to the source, Kanye was really put off by Kim holding hands with Pete. He did not like it at all. He asked Kim to please refrain from showing public displays of affection with anyone until their divorce is finalized. At first, I brushed it off. I thought that's an easy headline to get clicks. But then, secret dinners in Staten Island. I believe it now. Why else would she be going out of her way to have secret dinners other than the fact that Kanye asked her to. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sipping the juice on this one. So what are my thoughts really? I don't think it's serious. I think Kim is looking at her sister Courtney right now and she wants what she has. Not in like a jealous way where she wants to be Courtney. We're just seeing a different, lighter side of court. She's let her hair down. We have seen Courtney be miserable at least on the show, for the past like five, six years, when she was with Eunice, she was not enjoying her life. Now look at her. Absolutely living. And people are here for it. Kim has been through a lot of traumatizing experiences with Kanye. I give Kim props for sticking with him as long as she did. Now, I know that Kanye has some issues, and I'm not saying that she should have abandoned him or anything like that. But look, he publicly talked about private family matters at a presidential rally that he was holding for himself. So, you know, just red flags all around. So Kim, she probably just wants to enjoy her freaking life, man. She wants to be around people who make her laugh. Everything doesn't have to be so serious and dramatic all the time. Hanging out with people like Pete Davidson probably brings out that lighter, funnier side. I mean, she was throwing up the rock symbol. Oh my gosh, you guys, look at me. Look at me on this roller coaster. Ah, throwing up the rock and roll sign. So predictions. Sorry, that was that was really obnoxious. Predictions for the future for these two. It's a fling. I smell fling. They would not be serious. Pete Davidson would not know what to do with a woman like Kimberly Kardashian. The Kart Jenners have to protect the brand. Capital B R A. ND, who's good for the brand? Travis was a bit of a wild card, but I feel like now that they're seeing how it's playing out, they're like, oh, okay, yes, Pete. Good for the brand? I think as a fling, yes, he's relevant. He's a well-known name. He's been dating all these famous people. As far as I know, he's not like known for being a serial cheater. I'm not sure. You know who's not good for the brand? Tristan Thompson. Are y'all praying for Chloe? She needs it. God bless you. 
Number two, you know, the Kardashians are moving away from what they normally go for. They're into really tall, really skinny, really pale guys who look like they have not slept in like eight years. So right now I'm manifesting Khloe Kardashian and Lil Dicky, and that's it. Okay, the time has come. I've been teasing, 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 and finally it is here. There is some shade. There is some tea. There are questions answered. You know him from Summer House, Winter House, actor, designer, woodchopper extraordinaire. Please welcome Luke. Luke, thank you so much for taking some time and joining Morgan's Pop Talks. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. I'm a little of- little sweaty. <laughs> That's okay. Are you sure you weren't chopping wood? Do you always use the excuse that you're going to the gym or are you just like in the gym chopping wood all the time? <laughs> I would much rather be chopping wood. That's a better workout. And, uh, and, and yeah, I don't know. It's a lot better than just running on a treadmill. So, so I want to start off kind of a personal question for me, because I need to know if you take lady friends to Minnesota, like just for fun, because I would love to go. I've never been to Minnesota. And if you're still in the business of doing that, I will be down to go with you. <laughs> I will take anybody to Minnesota, whether it's a male <laughs> or female. Um, okay. Uh, it's a lot of fun, so you're always welcome. Good answer. We are loving Winter House so far. It seems like you're just in your element. Like, <laughs> did you feel different going into it because you're such like a, a winter lover? I mean, yeah, I grew up in a cold, cold climate. So for me, anytime I can take a vacation into a cold climate, I tend to, uh, I, should, I don't know, if revel in it or excel in it in, in activities and things that, w- that, uh, that you would do. Yeah. Half the time, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what you're talking about when you're talking about tapping maple trees. I'm like, at what point in your life do you learn how to build an igloo? Like, is that something that you guys just do for childhood fun? Yeah. I mean, I probably built a hundred to 200 snow forts as a kid growing up. You know, we'd throw snowballs at cars and then go hide in the um, a lot of practice doing that. And as far as tapping trees, um, you know, it's just something that we do like in, in Northern Minnesota and, um, you know, making your own maple syrup is actually pretty rewarding and it's extremely delicious. Do you think that people in the house like relied on you because you were the most knowledgeable in the area of being in these types of elements? I mean, yeah, I mean, between, you know, sliding and doing any type of winter activity, I mean, it's, you know, how many how many months out of the year in Minnesota are we in, in snow and cold? So um, I, I tend to uh, be able to, I don't know, I guess when it came to words of wisdom, when it came to doing anything that there were questions about, I was able to to help people out a little bit. So, you know. <laughs> that and give them a shot of fireball, and I feel like they would do anything. Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Would I be surprised? I don't think anything is surprising me thus far. I said, winter house is chaos in hot tubs. And I love it. Like, that's how you sum up winter house. And of course, we're just getting started. But so far, and I don't mean any shade by this at all. But you are not in the center of any relationship drama. Is that like a nice change of pace for you this time around? Oh, man. You know, I, uh, I was just trying to enjoy my vacation. Uh, and you know, whether I meet someone or I don't, I don't know. Um, but I can tell you that, uh, it, it is, it is nice when you're not, uh, not in the hot seat. (laughs) Did you come into winter house, like with a different mindset because of how dramatic 
last summer was in a way? Or do you kind of just fly by the seat of your pants, whatever happens, happens, and you don't care if it's caught on national television? I always fly by the seat of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so we're starting to see some flirting, some couples forming. Uh, you and Gabby are flirting, but you have not had a hot tub moment like Paige and Andrea or Sierra and Austin, but I see the smirk on your face. So does that mean that a hot tub moment is coming between you and Gabby? You're just going to have to tune in and watch. <laughs> okay. No, it may be. He's playing quiet. I'm like giving you long pauses to hope I get more information out of you, but I see the redness in your face and I don't think it's because you were at the gym, Luke. <laughs> don't be so sure about that. <laughs> so I want to talk about Sierra for a little bit because, you know, this is the second time a viewer is getting to see her on a Bravo show. She came to the summer house with you and now to the winter house. How is your relationship now with Sierra? It's good. Yeah. Do you think twice every time you text a girl past 9 p.m. now? Absolutely not, because most girls, it's not an issue. <laughs> what do you fun. think about uh, her relationship with Austin? Is it weird for you to kind of see that play out because she essentially, you know, turned you down in the summer house? I mean, uh, she's a grown woman to make her own decisions. And um, I'm, you know, nobody is anybody's property. So live your life. Do you think Austin's a good choice for her? Um, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see, I guess. But uh, I don't know. I guess time will tell. And uh, time tells with it, with everything when it comes to relationships. But uh, I don't know. You just have to tune in. <laughs> so before we talk about the new season of Summer House that we know you guys just got done filming, I want to ask you one thing about last season. This has been bugging me ever since I saw it. And I have some thoughts on it. But did production really encourage you to invite Hannah out to Minnesota with you because when you said that Andy seemed shocked but I I have my own conspiracy theory so I want to hear your answer and then I'll tell you my thoughts <laughs> well I want to hear your conspiracy theory because I'm not going to tell you anything until you tell me that otherwise I'll ruin your conspiracy theory okay well here's the thing if production didn't tell you to I believe that they did tell you to say that because if they didn't they have all the power in the world to edit that out of the reunion so why would they allow you to essentially break fourth wall, throw them under the bus, cause a huge uproar when they could just edit it out if it wasn't true? <laughs> I, I like conspiracy theories. It's fascinating. Um, I, uh, I don't talk about production. I will tell you that production is amazing and we wouldn't have such a good show if it wasn't for the people that work with us and that we work with. So um, I tip my hat to them and that's all I have to say about it. So I'll keep my conspiracy theory. You can you can play coy, but I'm going to keep that theory because you didn't deny it. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about something that happened recently on Watch What Happens Live. I don't know if you saw uh, Craig and Ariana on Watch What Happens Live. No, I didn't. I was, I'm too busy to watch. <laughs> uh-huh. So I Andy. I tune in because, like, I love Andy, right? But I, uh, right. I've been very, very, very busy lately. So Yeah. I can imagine doing all the things. But Andy asked Craig mm -hmm. this question. Of your Winter House castmates, who has the biggest ego? Do you know what his answer was? Um, somebody told me that he said me. He said that Luke thinks highly of himself. <laughs> does, that, does that like rub you the wrong way? I mean, I know who I am. I know I'm a humble person. And I think the majority of people that uh, would probably say different, but you know, sometimes, um, 
somebody might say something when they, I guess, I don't know the exact term I'm looking for, but I think when maybe that's who you are, you try and put a front on and say it's somebody else. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does it annoy you when stuff like that happens? Because I feel like especially whether it's a podcast interview like this or watch what happens live or anything like that, there are things that are said that are shady and like to the outsider, to me, like it looks like you guys are all good friends. So like, how does that make you feel when you hear stuff like that? Or do you think it just kind of comes with the territory? Uh, I don't know. I think you have to have a thick skin in life. People are going to talk behind your back. It's just that sometimes I suppose when you're on TV, you happen to hear it <laughs> in, in the, in the real world, you don't hear it. Um, but uh, no, listen, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, people are all entitled to their opinions. Um, and, uh, you know, I think Craig is a good guy, him and Austin both. I was a bit surprised that he said that, but, uh, you know, I don't know his reasoning for it. So we'll just leave it at that. Because you guys did take a trip somewhere together. Correct me if I'm wrong. I can't. Was it over the 4th of July weekend? Those guys, I've hung out with those guys plenty of times. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun together. Yeah, so I, I was just kind of taken aback by that. And of course, like, he has to answer the question, right? And yeah. and there's probably some pressure with it being recorded or live or whatever, yeah, I mean, what listen, have you. There's, there's a lot that goes into it. And like I said, I, I like Craig and Austin. I like them both. And, um, you know, I don't know. I guess, like I said, I teach her own. I have no idea. Um, I did have a lot of fun with those guys um, on, uh, on, they, they did visit me uh, early in the summer. Uh, we had some fun together and it was, it was actually a lot of fun. So. So speaking of Paige, we kind of touched on her a little bit. Are you, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar, although you might not be, are you familiar with Demois, the Instagram account? <laughs> oh, I'm familiar. I've had people. What's your, all of a sudden I'm like, why are all these people coming up to me? Oh, somebody posted. That <laughs> well, I, first, I want to get your opinion on that Instagram before I ask you my next question. Because you know what they do? They have followers submit these, you yeah. know, blind items, what have you. There's a blind item about you that I want to ask you about. So I want to know. Okay. You're, I have first you're, and foremost, I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, I know what Dumois is to an extent based on like what people have told me. Um, that's cool. It's a business. They do what they want. Like I, whatever, I'm not like anti Dumois or anything like that, but I am so like in my own world and like busy with life that I don't have time to worry about Dumois. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I honestly, I'm not the biggest fan because these people, like they'll submit these blind items with, with no actual fact and people will take it, you know, as a hundred percent truth. And it's like, anybody can slide into this Instagram account and say whatever they want. And then they post it. And there's like this crazy narrative going around, which is what this next question that I'm going to ask you about. Cause there was one thing that is filmed for summer house. And there was a blind item about the palm tree festival saying that Paige was like, all up on some Luke confirm or deny that Paige was all up on Luke at Palm tree festival. Listen, we had a very good time and I will hang out with Paige and she can hang on me and I'll hang on her all day. <laughs> Maybe that's why Craig answered that question about you that way. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> um, but no, uh, we had a lot of fun. That actually was a really good time. We, that was that was a highlight of my summer. We had a really good time. Our whole crew, we had a blast. 
Yeah, I mean, it looked amazing. I can't wait for the next season of Summer House. What else are you looking forward to next season of Summer House that we might not know about? Like Kyle and Amanda's wedding. How was that? I will tell you that, um, you know, I love Kyle and Amanda Dooley. They're good friends of mine. And, and being able to spend their special day with them was really great. I will tell you that it was a very good time. Everything um, was amazing. Kyle looked great and Amanda looked absolutely gorgeous, all natural and beautiful. Um, and it was a, it was a really special day and you could feel it in the air. Before I let you go, I want to do just a quick rapid fire questions. Okay. So don't think too much about this. Just the first thing that comes into your mind. Yeah. But I'm the guy that when I go to the restaurant, if it's a big menu, I can't figure out what the fuck I'm going to order. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, be patient. I'm the type of person that if I go to the restaurant and it's a big menu, I'll stare at it, but I won't actually read it. You know what I mean? And then the waiter comes like three times and they're like, have you decided? I'm like, I couldn't tell you one thing that's on this damn menu right now. <laughs> what, what are your specials? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just bring whatever you want. Okay. We're going to try our best though. Yeah. I'll give you like three seconds. Okay. Yeah, please. If you could go on a date with one person from any other Bravo show, who would it be? Oh, wow. Um, why don't you just ask anybody in the world? Why does it have to be a problem? <laughs> okay. Anybody in the world? Um, it would be Sierra, the singer. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. uh, I think that ship has sailed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she's also married. So I don't know if that well, would no, really work out for it you either. Would. <laughs> that would be who it is. I mean, they're like the best couple ever. They're adorable. But I just, ever since for forever, I've, she's been like my crush forever. Yeah. Which Winterhouse castmate would you trust to save your life? Um, wow. That's a great question. And it's going to give me like a few seconds here. Okay. Um, probably, probably, probably Lindsay. Really? Yeah. Explain why. Because Lindsay and I are extremely close and I love her dearly and she has a big heart. I know that she cares about me a lot. And uh, I think that when you're best friends with somebody like that, you'd do anything to take care of them. So. Aw, that's sweet. Well, that leads me into my next question. Whose relationship would last the longest? Sierra, Austin, Paige, Craig, Lindsay, or Carl? Wait, Lindsay or Carl? Or Lindsay and Carl. So they're the couple. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I can tell you the shortest would be probably Austin and Sierra. Um. Apparently, Sierra has a hard time dating people. Um, but I, um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'd say Carl and Lindsay, maybe. Do you know something that we don't know about Carl and Lindsay per se? Because there are rumors that they're dating, but nothing official. I mean, they did a couple's Halloween costume. Would you do a couple's Halloween costume with somebody that you were not dating? hundred percent. Really? hundred percent. I would. Do, have you done it before? I would totally, I would do, I would have done that with Lindsay in a second. So, okay. I, um, yeah, I, I, they're, they're like best friends and, and I don't know, uh, nobody said anything to me about dating and I think I would know <laughs> because I'm like their best friend. So. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to give you a little bit of a trick question, but yeah. I shouldn't admit those things, but I did. Okay. Next question. Have you ever slid into a celebrity's DMS? And if so, who, uh, celebrities DMS? No, but maybe I should. I don't know. Yeah. Sierra. I mean, you could just tell her that you're a big fan. <laughs> yeah, totally. No. Um, 
Yeah, I'm trying to think if I had. I, I guess I'd never really slid into anybody's DMs. I mean, I've talked to people that you would consider to be a celebrity, but I didn't slide into DMs. I've messaged them because I know them. Oh, so they slid into your DMs or you just already know them before you talk to them on Instagram? Yeah, just somebody that I know is an acquaintance or a friend. Okay. That's kind of a flex. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I know these celebrities, so I don't actually have to slide into their DMs. <laughs> I'm not like trying to pick, like I've never tried to pick up a celebrity or something like that, if that makes sense. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Last one. Is Summer House better without Hannah Burner there? I mean, Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't wish anything bad. I hope that she's good um, and all is well. Yeah, I uh, I have to tell you the story really quick because yeah. obviously preparing for this, I was watching last season's reunion, which so intense. You forget how intense it is when you're like, you know, a year removed. And my boyfriend is from London. He okay. like does not, he's not down with these shows. Ah. He's here right now. He's here right now because uh, he finally... What part, what part of London is he from? Uh, he lives in Putney. Do you know where that is? Uh, well, my ex-girlfriend uh, is from Clapham. Was from. Clapham. Oh, he used to live in Clapham. He's gonna die when I tell him that. Yeah. So he was he was watching the reunion with me this week, and and with no context at all about what was going on. Like he's he's just strictly was watching, you know, the aftermath of all that stuff, <coughs> and he was like. I can't watch this girl and just slap the room. I was like, that pretty much sums it up, right? He's a wank. <laughs> He's a wank. <laughs> um, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, um, I, I'm not going to speak for anybody else, but I know personally for me, um, I hope she's good. Um, but I, it was, I did, it was nice to, yeah, it was, it was nice. That's so mean to say. No, I honestly don't think it is because I feel like if she's asked a similar question, she would probably say the same thing. You know, like she seems like she's in a good place in life right now where she wouldn't want to be dragged back into a place that for her might be toxic. But it's the same for everybody else in the house. Like they would prefer to not have toxic energy that came with, you know, the combustion that is. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> all right luke that's all i have for you thank you so much what a fun interview yeah thanks for having me i appreciate it all right you guys that's it make sure before you go rate review subscribe all the things also remember last week when i talked about my olive garden hangover it was legit because last week i said it was episode five when really it was episode six which means episode seven is in the books thank you guys so much for listening come back for the next one okay At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding your motorcycle with your buddies on the open road. It's a potent cocktail of thrills, laughter, and pure adrenaline. A feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, sound effects guy. I'm real proud of you, son. Well, that was terrible. Our apologies for even trying. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.